Hey guys, it's Santos Banning, and you're officially listening to episode 29 of Early Success. Uh, I'm on my way to work, and there are just a couple things that I uh, wanted to bring up uh, for this podcast. One, I wanted to give you an update about the uh, speaking role that I was hoping to land with uh, my former group home agency, which I was able to do. I have a speaking event, a keynote speaking event, on September 5th, so a couple weeks from now. And I'll talk for about 15, 20 minutes. And I'm pretty excited to do that. It, it will be to a group home audience, specifically kids that earned good grades. So basically, the agency does this event where if kids, I, I think it's like if they have a 3.0 GPA for whatever like report uh, card date that is, they essentially go to a banquet. And the banquet has like... Um, like a little gift basket, and then it has some speakers, and it has, um, what's it called? What do you call it? Food. Duh. I'm thinking that's what it is, because I, I, or if I'm, or it's just, um, there's another event they put on, which I actually, now that I think about it, this sounds more like it, because the school year is just about to start, so it's just like, uh, I don't know, it's like Sunshine Academy, basically. Um, it's for kids that are 15 and up uh, and all the group home agency um, to receive uh, valuable talks uh, with speakers that give them motivation and uh, resources to succeed. So that's that's what I'll be doing. That makes more sense. Gosh, I was going to this event and I only like half-ass knew what I was doing, but I do now. I remember now that, I talk, now that I'm talking about it, definitively remember so i will i will tell talk to them about why at least uh graduating high school is a must because a lot of them aren't going to graduate high school which is just a sad truth a lot of them are going to go back to um the the poor background that they came from the negative influences that were they were surrounded with but if i can at least influence one kid inspire one kid to do more than that then, then I feel like I would have won because I just because I know the statistics statistics for group home success is just so 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 poor. Like a lot of these kids, like I, I mentioned in my couple earlier podcasts, like the when I say like the line fifteen years old with uh, two baby mamas and face tattoos, that that wasn't just some line I made up. Like there that that exact scenario happens way too fucking much. A lot of these 15, 16-year-olds have a shit ton of baby mamas. They were selling drugs, and they have face tattoos, and they've been in and out of juvie, and, like, they are, like, gangbangers. So, like, they, they, these aren't just lines that I'm making up. They uh, grew up around negative influences, and they're still around those negative influences. And if I could just inspire one of those kids to avoid all of that and do some good with their lives, then I feel like I would have won because the outcome... It, like even if they receive like moderate success in their lifetime, that's still a, a win in my book because it's it's better than them living in the in the projects the rest of their lives and selling drugs or worse ending up in jail or dead. Like I, if I can inspire one person not to go down that route, then it'll it'll be so worth it. So I, I'm really excited to do, do the speaking event. Um, I don't know how many kids there will be. So there's about 13 homes. Last time I checked and last time I looked in the agency, there was 13 homes. And so if there's 13 homes and every kid that's 15 and up can make it, that 
that's a good amount of kids that I think I could uh, influence in a positive way. Um, so I do have a, speak, a speaking event pretty soon, so I'm pretty stoked that I will, I will record it and put it on this podcast. Um, but I'm hoping that in the long run that these uh, kind of talks can um, be kind of like a career thing. Like I could uh, be like a motivational speaker and a public speaker. And in my yesterday's podcast, one of the uh, outlets that I was hoping that it would lead to that I forgot to bring up was commencement speech, just uh, whether it's high school, college, whatever, whatever it is, I think uh, that would be like a great venue because first that's great money. And then I, I think I have a good story and I think I can be very insp- inspirational at times. So that I think uh, becoming a speaker and I love speaking could be like a great like hobby or career or whatever. So I'm, I'm hoping like speak speeches like this and doing speaking events like this could uh, lead to something more. Um, so that's why I obviously have selfish reasons for it, but I also want to help people too. So I'll be extremely honest. I, uh, like most people, they do good things with um, expecting good karma. That's basically what I'm doing. Like I want to help these kids, but uh, long term, I think I could benefit from it too. So it's a mutualistic uh, relationship. Um, when another thing I I wanted to bring up is I started promoting my podcast and. Um, a couple of my friends have listened to it and they've given me, given me some feedback about how I should conduct my podcast. And I, I, I like recording off my phone. I like that. I, there's a lot of ums. I like that. It's just me. It's super informal. I like the informality of it. I like the conversational feel to it. I, I, I listened to Gary Vee and he's the exact same way. Like when it comes to editing, like I think he includes segments that are relevant to that podcast session. Like, he'll bring up advertisement, uh, his intro song, and then he gives, like, sometimes, like, a little spiel, like, oh, check out Wine Library, or I'm excited about this podcast, so uh, check it out. Like, I, like I, that's what I plan on doing, like, especially when I do the public speaking event. I will probably do, like, a short segment about um, tuning into the podcast and then the, my actual intro song, and then, of course, the actual speaking event itself, and then I'll, I might conclude with a... Uh, uh, a segment that says, hi, I appreciate you guys checking out my first official public speaking event. Um, and then that's it. So there'll be like different segments to it, but overall it's going to be the same, uh, content. It's going to still have a uh, informality feel to it just because I really, I really like it. I just think, um, for, for me, I listen to podcasts and, and when I don't hear background noise, it honestly really bothers me. It just, it just fa- sounds too, crisp and too clean cut for me I, I i like the background noise i like because it just sounds like a real person um unless it's like obnoxious and i understand that like i, I do feel I, I i will be getting uh better equipment as time goes on but uh as far as like background noise and and editing like my actual content like what's actually being said by me i probably won't ever do that just because i i want to be genuine and I feel that's the best way to be genuine. Um, so, there's, so there's that. Um, I, then uh, in regard to my marketing strategies, I actually deleted Tinder just because the feedback was extremely negative on it. I did not like the fact that guys were, uh, were being extremely aggressive and rude. So I just... I and I, 
like I, I specified exactly what I wanted, but it, it obviously didn't work. I didn't execute properly. Um, maybe the guys just didn't read. I really don't know, but it just it just didn't go over well. Um, it sucks. It was a good marketing tool, I believe. But it just it just was. I think it was a little too early in the game right now. I don't know if Tinder has paid advertising. I might do that, but. It just, it just didn't work out too well. So I ended up deleting Tinder. Everything else I have, everything else is actually working out pretty well, um, especially Bumble and Shaper. Uh, Tinder is actually, or not Tinder, what's the other one? Twitter. I made a Twitter to help uh, market my podcast. And so far, the responses on my Twitter page have been uh, extremely good. I have I've landed a couple of... Um, verified followers which i'm actually really like in awe about because they became verified for a reason uh, i think twitter there's definitely a lot of attention in the twitter realm of social media so i, I dm these people and i'm hoping that maybe if, they, if i can get at least one response for them to retweet my shit or check out my podcast that would be uh, super sweet um, i have yet to even hear anything about that uh yet um, it doesn't, it doesn't, Twitter doesn't have like a thing, and that's what I've noticed, that they don't have like a, a tool that shows people have read your message, which I wish they did, just because I would feel better knowing people at least read my message than not read it at all. Um, I'm sure these people are extremely busy too. Um, I'm sure their notifications, if they have more social media than Twitter, then their social media platforms are definitely booming. So I, I'm just going to be patient and, um, Hopefully, we get a response relatively soon. Also, oh, I also wanted to talk about, because I'm, I'm a person, I real life hits me hard sometimes, and some of the things that I talk about uh, just aren't feasible to the average Joe. Like, I talk about contributing to a 401k, and one of the things, that, and for the past six months, one of the things that I've, I've been proud that I've been doing is I've been uh, contributing 20% of my income to my 401k and it's something that I, w- I just felt awesome about because I've been I started my 401k two years ago and for the past six months I w- I've been contributing 20% so I, I felt like I was doing something right I was heading the right direction and I, I'm actually gonna I, it sucks but I have to lower my 401k contributions as some of you may know I just got out of a three and a half year relationship and um, basically I will have to start paying for everything by myself, which is extremely expensive. So before, before my my rent um, was ten seventy five. I got it lower because we I uh, I got my ex's dog taken off the lease, which lowered it by like thirty bucks. But um, so it's like ten thirty three, which it which is still affordable. But it's everything else that's really gonna kick my ass, like my car payment by itself is 488, but I pay four five hundred dollars a month just because I want to pay it off faster. I want to pay off interest. Um, SRP and Cox and Wi-Fi or Cox is Wi-Fi. Um, it's expensive. So going from paying 530, 520 a month uh, for rent to having to pay a full 1030, 1040 is is a big is a big deal and. Recently, for the past six months, for some reason, the HR payroll at my work, whoever it is, wasn't taking out Social Security and Medicare out of my paychecks. So 
and that's an extra 120 150 bucks that isn't being deducted so when you when my paychecks are 150 dollars shorter and and then you have to pay an extra 500 dollars for rent it, it just it adds up so me being able to contribute uh 20 percent I think I could, but I would be living paycheck to paycheck, and that's just one thing that I don't want to do. The reason why I'm lowering my 401k contributions is because I still want to invest. I invest about $100 every paycheck, so it's not like a lot, but I still want to be able to invest. I still want to be able to um, afford to do all these other little things that I like to do, and if I lower my 401k contributions to like 10%, I think, or even 5%, I think uh, I could continue to live a pretty good life because even contributing 5% at 20, I'm almost 23, I turn 23 next month, um, after contributing for two years, two and a half years, I think it's still not a bad situation to be in. It's not ideal. I would still love to contribute uh, 20%, but it's um, the only alternative is to... Uh, work on Sundays and that would mean working seven days a week and that's just another situation that I don't want to be in just because Sundays are kind of my uh, run errands day um, getting my getting my life together by doing my homework uh, doing more market research so it's just, I don't, I'd rather not work seven days a week working six hours is already ex six days a week is already ex as exhausting as I want to be seven days i just don't think i have the energy to and i think uh i am i love my life right now i love the hustle and i think if i were to work seven days a week i wouldn't enjoy the hustle as much because that it would just burn me out and i wouldn't have any other life outside of work and i like my my one day a week because sunday really is just all about homework and doing market research for me so even when i'm not working i'm still working um and, and i enjoy that so being taken away um, being able to like do market research and trend market trend, and stock trend research, it would uh, it would really make my life not as enjoyable as I would like. So to me, the most logical thing right now, being 22, almost 23, is just to lower my 401k contributions for now, and then um, just see where we go. Uh, once I if I could transfer departments, once I hear back information about that. I'm gonna take on four or five classes just because I uh, to IA because I just need the extra income. Um, just I, I I'm living right now. I'm just living in a, a financial situation that I'm not really comfortable with. Even though I am financially well off, still it's just it's not an ideal situation. So um, and and if I wanted to break the lease, it's a shit ton of money, which I I don't even know how I'd break the lease because. My ex has all her shit there, but it's not, that's not, not my business. It is my business, but it's whatever. It, it's kind of it's kind of a fucked up situation. I'm going to be extremely fucking honest. Um, so part of the reason why my ex went back home is because she felt that she wasn't happy with our relationship, and she wasn't um, financially. She just wasn't where she wanted to be. She had a, a lot of shit ton of debt, and. She felt if she moved back home, she could cut back costs and uh, pay off her debt and be able to afford to do whatever it is that she wants to do. I get that. I get being smart with your money. I get that you 
want to get your shit your shit together and get out of all this debt that you're in. But she said when she moved out, she said she was gonna at least give me three hundred dollars uh, when rent is due, just because she has all her shit there. But now she's not gonna do that because she apparently can't afford it. But she just got a brand new fucking car, and that's why I'm stuck paying five hundred dollars more than what I'm used to for rent. I'm paying the full uh, price of Cox and SRP. Uh, my paychecks are $150 shorter. So it's it's just a fucked up situation to be in. Um, but you live in your learn. I'm, I'm 22, 23. I, I still feel good about the situation that I'm in. I still, I'm glad that I started my 401k so young. Uh, um, I, I think cutting back a little bit on how much I contribute won't be a big deal right now. I think I could still live a good life. I... I'm doing so much on the side that I just, I, I am okay with uh, coming back a little bit. Um, I might go make another trip to Plato's. I'm pretty certain that I said in a uh, previous podcast that I have a lot of shit that I, just lying around that I don't wear and I don't use. So I took it to Plato's and I gave it to them and they basically buy your clothes at a discounted price and they sell, resell it for a higher price, of course. And I did that and I got about 90 bucks back and I still have clothes that I, I could sell and i'm looking at some of the stuff that's around the apartment and it's just i i really don't need much i just need a place to shower i need all my shit in the bathroom and then i just need a couple of um things to cook with and and somewhere to sleep outside of that all these other things i really don't need so i'm just looking at uh, like like certain furniture i'm like do i really need that i could just sell, sell that shit i'm trying to live as minimally as possible just because i i'm single 22 living in an apartment, so I, just, I don't need much. I don't have a lot of people over because uh, my friends are apparently too busy, and I live too far, apparently. These are all apparently's. And I just I don't like having people over just because I know I don't have much, and I don't have much to offer. And it's because I'm, I'm so busy that I don't, to me, I'd rather meet a friend somewhere for like an hour or go to their place for an hour. I, I, I believe in so living below my means and because i was a homeless group home kid um i was homeless and then i was a group home kid i am a very minimal person when it comes to materialist things so i i i'm working all the time i just don't have a lot of people over and i'm not dating so it's not i am super fucking single so there's just not a reason there's not for me there's just not a logical reason to have a lot of the things that i have in my apartment um I've been even talking, once my lease is up, I want to get a studio apartment. I, just because I, I don't need, I don't actually even need a full bedroom. I just need a small studio apartment. Literally, when I lived in my dorm on campus, I was living in fucking utopia. Because I just, I need everything in a small space. I don't need this big, huge ass space. Um, and, the, and typically, the, the bigger the spaces, the more expensive they are. So I just want a small studio apartment just for me. That way I just have a place to come eat, shower, and sleep. That's all I need. And, and of course, use the restroom. That's all I need. Outside of that, I, I'm i mostly at work, and I'm doing everything on my laptop and my phone. Then I just would prefer a studio apartment. But to break the lease, my current apartment, it's rent times two. And then to come up with deposits and in, in, uh, rent like a check money for a new apartment usually costs like a thousand dollars or thirteen hundred. So to break my lease and come up with that money while I'm paying this shit ton of money for rent as it is, is gonna be extremely hard. So I'm gonna probably just stay at this apartment 
until my lease is up and then just look at a cheap studio apartment somewhere in Phoenix. That way I'm closer to DCU. Um, I was talking to my friend Amber and we might like look into renting a house in Phoenix or or possibly getting like a cheap two bedroom apartment like um, or I might move to Georgia. I just don't really know what I'm doing yet. I have I, I'm just there's a lot of opportunities out there. Um, and I just want to see the mall. So just right now, I just I'm having a real hard time deciding what I want to do. Um, once I figure it out, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to it. And and once I have success in that uh, route that I take, I'm just gonna I'm gonna explore other shit too. Which I, I might just explore everything at once. Bucket. Um, I'm doing a podcast. I'm working on my masters. I'm working full time. I'm gonna hopefully transfer departments, and then I'm gonna IA on the side. Um, I I keep submitting my resume to fucking acting jobs and extra jobs. I, I've heard back from a couple of things. It's just a matter of dates, um, because I do work full time. So mo- mo- everything that I, I'm looking for mostly lands needs to land on the weekend which is pretty slim because for some reason people like to host auditions on tuesdays and fucking wednesdays in la and georgia and new york and chicago but i am in arizona and i work full-time during the week so it's really hard to do so I, i'll just keep auditioning and submitting my resumes just for the hell of it um why not you know like if i hear one thing back it'll be nice i've heard a couple uh, I've gotten a couple responses, but it's like I've said, it's a matter of the date. Um, so I'm doing a little bit of everything. I, I, I'm, now I'm doing these public speaking events. I... Dude, stop writing your brakes, damn. Oh my gosh. I really, really hate drivers, especially Phoenix drivers, because they're douche canoes. And this, I said in my yesterday's podcast, uh, traffic is just extremely bad because people are moving back to campus at GCU, and it's it's actually really annoying me right now. So I'm gonna call it a podcast today. But I just I wanted to give you an update about my 401k contributions and my public speaking event. Um, I will be recording it and uh, the event and then putting it on my podcast. So stay t- uh, on the lookout for that. And make sure to tune in into my future podcast. This is Santos Banning, and I appreciate you uh, listening. Thank you.